Time to get in the huddle with the Broncos Radio Network's Mike Rice on the team. And Mike Rice, 850 KOA, joins us. Good morning, Mike. Good morning, Jim. How's it going? It's going okay. Uh, I guess first things first, we should talk about DeMar Hamlin and what happened last night on Monday Night Football. Uh, Latest report, still in critical condition in a Cincinnati hospital, but uh, the Bills' safety collapsing last night after having a cardiac arrest, had to be resuscitated on the field. Just a really, really scary moment last night. Yeah, just unspeakably scary, right? I mean, you you never expect that to happen. Guy goes down, gets hurt. You, if you don't expect him to get up, you certainly expect him to, you know, get at some point be carted off and and be sort of in his senses, right? I, I oh man, but what do you say? You just, I, I don't know. You just pray for him and and hope that he pulls through this. Absolutely. Uh, just like you said, a, a very freak play last night after tackling T. Higgins in that uh, game against Cincinnati. So we, we turn to the, the Broncos, uh, another one-score loss for Denver. Though I thought, went into Kansas City, they were like a 12-point dog in that game. They ended up covering uh, with a three-point loss. I, I thought a lot of the things that, that Jerry Rosberg did certainly helped. I, I think having Mike Mallory, uh, of course, the the son of uh, former CU football coach Bill Mallory taking over special teams. They got a block field goal from Wazirike. Uh Singleton comes up with a, a forced fumble that set up a Broncos score. That special teams certainly were the difference. Kendall Hinton did not hurt them in the return game, and Jerry Rosberg talked about that. That Montreal Washington just just got some learning to do when it, when it comes to returning kicks in the National Football League. I thought those are one of the that was one of the changes that really helped Sunday and the Broncos uh, and how they competed against the Chiefs. Yeah, I would agree with that. I think both Coach Mallory and Hinton were fine, and there there just seemed to be a better handle on the entire operation, Jim. And I know that's sort of anecdotal, and I, I don't know how to even prove that, but Jerry Rosberg, number one, was not afraid to make decisions last week. He fired two assistants. Those moves were going to happen anyway, but he still said, we're not throwing away these last two games. We're going to make the moves that we feel we need to make in order to try and win these final two. And he wasn't afraid to sort of draw the ire of the players with the padded practice on Thursday. I mean, I don't know if you caught Coach Rosberg's comments to Dave Logan before the game, but in that pregame interview, Coach said, yeah, the players looked at me sideways when I said we were – going to have a padded practice but he felt like that was the the best move there was I hate to put it but it's kind of like there was an adult in the room right and I I just felt like things flowed better and there was a better handle on the entire operation ultimately they lost but the fact they were in it late Jim to me given where this Broncos team has been this year was a plus I know that's not the standard the standard of an NFL team should not be well we were close and we were close in a game that we probably should have been blown out in. But given where the Broncos have been this year, that's absolutely a step forward to me anyway. Mike Rice, 850 KOA Broncos Radio Network with us today on the team. I thought something else that Jerry Rosberg did that was crucial to Denver competing on Sunday was Justin Outen calling plays, Clint Kubiak, pass game coordinator who had been calling plays, on the sidelines to talk with Russell Wilson. And, it, and I thought... A lot of what they did in having Russell Wilson work out of more run-oriented uh, formations, 
Russ had two rushing touchdowns. It certainly, I thought, paid off and in, in playing to some of the strengths of Russell Wilson. And Jerry Rosberg talked about that. We want to do things that that speak to Russell Wilson's skill set. And it looked like they were able to find some of that uh, this past Sunday. No question. And I think we're going to see more of that moving forward under whoever the new coach is and whoever the new OC is. Russell Wilson's not a guy that's going to live in the pocket throwing the ball 45 or 50 times a game. I don't know if that's what he wants to do. I don't know if, if that's what he thinks he should do. But the fact of the matter is, I mean, it doesn't take me, uh, uh, not a guy who's an expertise in the X's and O's, to say that doesn't seem to be his best skill set. And I think what what you said about sort of their approach with Russell was right on. I mean, he still can move. Maybe he's not as fleet of foot as he was you know, five, seven years ago, but he still can keep plays alive. He's still strong enough to avoid sacks, and he's still got enough wheels to make some things happen. Uh, and, and, Jim, I think it also points to the fact that that's one way to help an offensive line, that even if the Broncos revamp it, I don't know if it's fair to expect them to go from abysmal to elite and so a quarterback has to be able to help his offensive line by extending plays, doing things ad-libbed, off-script, and Russell can live in that realm, and I think that would help the offensive line uh, regardless of what personnel changes they make next year. Broncos get the Chargers on Sunday at Empower Field and Mile High to wrap things up pregame at noon, 225 kickoff on the Team Sports Network, and part of the, the storyline this week, uh, from, from last week into this week, is Jim Harbaugh. And Jim Harbaugh, according to Mike Florio, Pro Football Talk, who who nailed it last year when they said the Vikings were going to interview him, and, and that's exactly what happened, that uh, this time around, Florio says the Broncos have reached out to Jim Harbaugh, Michigan coach, coming off uh, the uh, college football playoff loss to, to TCU. He's guided them to the Wolverines to back-to-back uh, college football playoffs, back-to-back Big Ten titles, former 49er coach, took them to the Super Bowl, where he lost to his brother John. Uh, back in 2013. So Jim Harbaugh apparently is on the Broncos' wish list of candidates. There's also been a report, Mike, that Harbaugh has indicated that if he gets offered a job from an NFL team, he'll leave Michigan. I guess just your thoughts on on both of those, the, both of those things. I saw Bruce Feldman's report in The Athletic, and I found that really interesting. I mean, to me, that really spoke to if the Broncos – are the only NFL team that offers Jim Harbaugh. I'm not sure that that'll be the case, but if they are, then they're going to be able to land him because he apparently wants an NFL job. Now, I don't know if that's leverage for Michigan. I don't know if that's leverage to get more than one NFL team involved. I don't know if he's absolutely serious about that. There's a lot of things at play here, but it sounds like Jim Harbaugh is at the very least open to returning to the NFL and maybe a lot more than that. So, um, you know, stay tuned, right? I still don't see Sean Payton as being a realistic possibility. Uh, It doesn't make any sense anecdotally, just sort of on the facts. And then, you know, our Benjamin Albright has been reporting that uh, someone in Payton's camp has told him that it it could be more of a leverage situation for Payton uh, as far as his quote-unquote interest in the Broncos or other teams that – you know, wouldn't be included in the one that he eventually lands with because I think he will be back in the league. But, um, you know, the Broncos are going to be aggressive, Jim, and I'm uh, the ownership has said that, and I'm willing to take them at their word until they show me otherwise. Yeah, Harbaugh's buyout's $3 million this year. Yeah, 
Yeah, that's nothing, right? I mean, yeah. that's 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 like I mean for for this ownership group, that's like you and me going out to lunch. It'd be a real nice lunch, but it'd still be lunch. <laughs> exactly, exactly. We can hit up some of those places that you've uh, probably been reaching out to to, to cater <laughs> your Christmas Day and New Year's Day events. So, yeah. Yeah, something like that. I'll yeah. let you pick up the tab though on our lunch. You got course. it. It's on, it's on me. I believe you got it the last time. <laughs> I will definitely get it this time. Uh, I, I guess at Harbaugh checks some boxes, doesn't he? Guy's been a coach in the NFL, taking a team to a Super Bowl, great success as a college coach as well. Uh, a guy that has a firm belief in the run game and the success of that for a football team. His teams have always been physical football teams. He does check some boxes, doesn't he? And the relationship, obviously, going back to Stanford with Condoleezza Rice. I think so. I think those are all things that you can look at and say Jim Harbaugh uh, has going for him. And I also think about what did Greg Penner say at the press conference on Tuesday after they dismissed Nathaniel Hackett? He said, first and foremost, we need a head coach that is a leader and someone who will set the culture. Jim Harbaugh has done a great job throughout his career of turning programs around he did it going all the way back to his first job at university of san diego he's he's not afraid of those challenges Uh, he's had success in the nfl as a head coach i think all those things are helpful and you know he's kind of just his own guy right i i'd like to think that guys would respond having been a, a former quarterback in the nfl that he would be able to command the room, get guys invested and bought in, uh, and then develop a plan that players feel confident in that will help them be good and help them be better and help them succeed. And I think, you know, potentially Jim Harbaugh brings all of that to the table. And hopefully he'll provide Dave a, a depth chart for uh, for games because he doesn't like to do that in Michigan. <laughs> I think if Jim Harbaugh is the coach, and the Broncos court him like he'll want to be courted, and the Broncos likely will court him, I think Jim Harbaugh will get whatever he wants, including a very lucrative package, you know, compensation package. And if if he really doesn't want to give a depth chart, I think he'll be able to give the bare minimum that the league will let him get by. (laughs) Probably so. Hey, Mike, I appreciate it. We'll have your report coming up at 420 today. Uh, always appreciate the time. Uh, brought to you by Jerry's Past and Com West coming up later on today. Appreciate it, Mike. All right, Jim. Buckeye, great to talk to you guys. Thank you. Likewise. Take care. Mike Rice, 850 KOA Broncos Radio Network. Guys thought I'd work that in because yeah. that's that's the big khakis thing, right, that he doesn't like to put out depth charts. Right. I also do 